when the devil wants you to smoke it makes people think less of you because you are not smoking if you are around people that are smokers and you don't smoke they take you to be a small boy because you are not smoking so that you can smoke when the devil wants you to join prostitution and you don't join prostitution the people who are doing prostitution will now make it look like it is big girls that do prostitution small girls don't do prostitution so they use this trick of thinking less of you they throw you into inferiority complex just because you don't do what they do they make it look like if you commit my sin then you are a big girl if you don't commit my sin then you are a small girl it is a great tricks of the devil they make you feel that if you don't smoke it you don't have a heart your head is not strong that is what Paul was telling Timothy don't let people think less of you that you are young don't let people think that until you do the sin you commit the sin they commit then you are not mature enough because that has been a steady and one of the most rampant strategy that the devil uses to make people fall in sin when the devil wants to make you join and do the thing that is bad he will make you to have inferiority complex that you will start thinking that until my friends accept me and I'm not accepted so what the devil does is that it makes people think less of you for being a believer as in I had friends who we were together in school on our table when we go out they will tell the waiter waiter bring us that beer bring us uh, do you have anything give us anything and all of that and uh, bring this pastor women drink women drink that's malt they're giving sugar to drink they will continually mock at you so that you leave being normal and join abnormality it is only a mad person that will drink something that will make him not to recognize his house so what the devil does is that he plays a game on you and make you feel like you're a small boy if you don't smoke 90% of the people smoking today smoke to prove a point just to make people know that I am not a small boy so it's a trick don't let anybody think less of you because you are because you're a child of God there are schools that gang up and laugh at children that are virgins I mean girls that are virgins and girls those still are mocked they mock at you until the girl is not the one who's going to somebody says please I have virginity for sale I have, have, have virginity do you because they consistently mock at you until you now feel that foolishness is the option example of the believers in words in your conversations in your charity in spirit in faith in purity till I come give attendance to reading to exhortation to doctrine not the gifts that is in thee which was given thee by prophecy 
with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. All right, I want you to go for NLT. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. The whole concentration of my preaching today is going to be on that two lines. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. And then be an example of believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, in your faith, and purity. Until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures. Tell somebody, focus on reading the scriptures. Focus on reading the scriptures to the church, encouraging the believers and teaching them. I'll be preaching briefly on what I call the believer's mentality. The mentality of the believers. I thought to you on the example of the believers. But before we can be able to produce the example of the believers, it is first important that we are able to produce the mentality of the believers, the mindsets of the believers. Until we think the way believers think, I want you to pay attention to me. Until we think the way the believers think, we will not be able to act the way believers act. So the Bible says, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Now, don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. It's a very important and powerful thing that Paul is talking to us there. Let me explain what Paul is saying there. What he's saying there is so deep. It's so deep that it needs my explanation. I want you to pay attention. One of the things that you must master as a believer is that you must master the devil's trick. You need to master, tell somebody master, the tricks. Of the devil. You're not talking to somebody. Face someone and say, brother or sister. Master. The tricks. Of the devil. Tell the neighbor, master the tricks. See, it is a sign of foolishness if they use the same trick to trick you many times. If 419 have duped you before. And they have duped you again. And they will dupe you. It is a sign that you are foolish. How many of you have discovered... That 419ers don't have many tricks. They just have the same. Have they hacked your phone before? Simple tricks. I can tell you five tricks they use in hacking somebody's phone. And apart from the five, they don't have any other. Anytime 419ers are to you or anyway wants to dupe somebody, they will always tell you that there's a money that they have carried. A large, I was saving an allergy, an allergy died. And I took the money. I want to go and bless the money. They don't have any other story. How many of you have heard that story before? Let me see your hand. As in the story is so, so, it's a normal story. But you see, when you are consistently deceived over a trick you should have mastered, then there's something wrong with your brain. So, one of the things about the devil is that if the devil is powerful, the devil is powerful in his tricks. Not really that he's powerful with power. He's powerful with wisdom. That is the ability to trick you to do something. The devil can make you fight God like you are working for God. You can fight the church like you are working for the church. I've seen an elder, very serious elder, 
they transferred their pastor and he was so angry and he closed the church. He said, nobody. He carried matches and told all the members to return back. You don't want to return back. I'll, I'll, I'll cut you. And he said, this church, I know how we suffered to start it. I cannot allow the devil to come and destroy this church. On Sunday morning, nobody's worshiping there. They've closed the door. He's standing to make sure that the devil is not fighting the church. <laughs> for him, he's fighting for God, not knowing that he's fighting God. Do you understand what I'm saying? The devil can make you fight God and you don't even know. With so much energy, God is bleeding and you are thinking, when you now go to God to now tell him how you fought for him, you now see that all the blow you gave was actually you were beating God. So what I'm saying is this. Those are the tricks of the devil. I want you to master the tricks of the devil. Learn to master the devil's tricks. One of the tricks of the devil in our generation, and most times in all generations, including us, is that the devil will make less value of you. This is the scripture that the devil uses to do something to you. Don't let anybody think less of you because you are young. The devil will always want to think less of you. Make people to think less of you. That is his tricks. I'm going to explain. So what happens is that when the devil wants you to smoke, it makes people think less of you because you are not smoking. If you are around people that are smokers and you don't smoke, and they will tell you, do you smoke? And you said, no, I don't smoke. They will tell you, ah, you're a small boy now. They are thinking less of you because you are not smoking. They take you to be a small boy because you are not smoking so that you can smoke. Now, when the devil wants you to join prostitution and you don't join prostitution, the people who are doing prostitution will now make it look like it is big girls that do prostitution. Small girls don't do prostitution. So they use this trick of thinking less of you. They throw you into inferiority complex just because you don't do what they do. They make it look like if you commit my sin, then you are a big girl. If you don't commit my sin, then you are a small girl. It is a great trick of the devil. They make you feel that if you don't smoke Igbo, you don't have a heart, your head is not strong. I mean, somebody is telling you that do you take Igbo? He said, don't take. You have a small brain. Your head is not strong. Your head cannot carry. You have a light. Yes, that's the word. You have a light brain. And uh, the devil uses the spirit of inferiority complex to make you smoke. Now you are smoking so that you can prove to them that you don't have a light brain. As if smoke. <laughs> as if smoking is what makes your brain heavier. And who even told you you need a heavy brain? Who told you? Who told you you need a heavy brain? Do you know whether it is heavy brain that leads to madness? I want you to understand. So the devil uses inferiority complex to put you in sin. And that is what Paul was telling Timothy. Don't let people think less of you that you are young. Don't let people think that until you do the sin, you commit the sin, they commit then you are not mature enough because that has been a steady and one of the most recent and okay one of the most rampant strategy that the devil uses to make people fall in sin so 
that is why when the devil wants to make a scene to dominate, it first makes the scene to trend. So when it trends and you don't do it, it now looks like you are not civilized. And uh, one of the things that the devil will do to you to make you buy their products is to make you have inferiority complex. Inferiority complex is a state where you feel you have low self-esteem. Low self-esteem is that until you do what others are doing, you don't feel among the filament. You don't feel among. You feel you are not a girl enough until you do what other girls are doing. It is called inferiority complex. You have inferiority complex. So you feel that I am not going to be accepted when I don't do what others are doing. Are you supposed to be the one to be accepted or people should be? See, let me tell you something. When the Bible is saying, be thou an example of the believers, what he's saying is that you are supposed to be the one to form a gang, not going to join gang. Do you understand? You are supposed to form a gang of believers and believers rally around you. Not you following people and trying to join their gang. I don't know. In my year one, I had three friends I used to work with. Three friends. I had my encounter in year two. Year one, I was just like you in year one. <laughs> I don't know if I was born again or not, but in year one, I, I knew Jesus in year one, but I wasn't really serious. So I had my friends with me. About three were three guys. They are all womanizers. I did not womanize. Neither was I. You know when Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9 says, if I love righteousness and hate iniquity. I love righteousness, but I'm not sure I hated iniquity. <laughs> so this is it. I had some friends, about three friends that were always with me. We worked together. We are always together. Three friends. Sometimes people see us and love us, and sometimes one guy came, brought wine, dropped wine, and said he wants to join our gang. What did we really do? All of them, the boys I'm telling you about, they were not even born again, Christian, and so on. What did we do? We just dressed well, and we just walk in campus, and so on. They were talking women, women, and I like that girl. I said, shut up. You're working with a pastor. That's all. We just, he said, we want to join your gang. We want to join, want to join your people. So, when I started seeing some people join, few people join, I didn't like their lifestyle again. I knew that I was going to be greatly spoiled. I had to leave the gang for them. <laughs> I had to leave that group for them. What am I saying? What I'm saying is that when God is saying to you that you must be an example of the believers, what he's saying to you is that you must be able to stand out, let somebody see what being a believer looks like. And in standing out, you may be the only person that is doing that thing. Because God wants us to be the light. You may be the only person that lives a righteous life among all your friends. And now everybody is supposed to look at you and now copy how to live like Christ until we now become very many that live a life of Christ. Am I talking to somebody? That is how it's supposed to be. So many times you may be the only person that doesn't have a boyfriend among all your friends. You may be the only one remaining in the lodge on Friday when all your friends, the girls, have all gone on fornication vacation. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are to be an example of the believers. But you see, when the devil wants to make you join and do the thing that is bad, he will make you to have inferiority complex that you will start thinking that until my friends accept me, I am not accepted. One of my messages that you must love so much is 
demons want you mad. It's one of the messages that you must listen to it all the time. When you listen to it all the time, you will understand the operations of the devil. This is what it means. Madness is uh, something is abnormal. If something is abnormal, then it's mad. Somebody is mad. If you do something that is abnormal, if you wear a skirt now, here, if you wear a skirt and come to the church as a brother, you wear a skirt, that's abnormal. We will start thinking whether your head has touched. But what if you come to church with trouser and you find everybody in the church wearing skirt? You'll be confused who is mad. Are they the one that is mad or I'm the one? In fact, if you have a chance or you have a sister at home, you may run and go and change and waste it and come. What if we just do a prank one day and just say, okay, all the brothers, let's prank this brother. Let's prank Kanga. And we wear skates. And we all wear skates. All of us. We just wear, and we are worshiping God with skates. As he's coming, we are just worshiping God. We give you glory, Lord. As we, on, we are worshiping, we don't even care. You will see that the guy will come in and see everybody with skates. And run and go outside and wear skate and now come. And when he comes, he knows that we have now changed and we are our trousers. <laughs> if you come to a church like this and you see, they say it's a wedding day, you see a pastor. He says, we want to join our two brothers today in holy matrimony. <laughs> we want to join our two brothers in holy matrimony. And for the love of God, these people have loved themselves and we want to stand it as a church, as a witness. This one is wearing gown. This one is wearing suit. <laughs> So we want to join Brother Nkanga and the Brother Nsikan in holy matrimony. Won't you be surprised? Will it not look abnormal? But what if 30 years from now, you now see they are now much same-sex marriages. They are now, but they are just can't. 30 years from now, there are going to be very many. And in fact, they may have more same-sex marriages than opposite-sex marriages. So when you now go and a pastor says, I'm not joining a man and a man, he will look so... I'm so not, he will look like, is this pastor not mature? Does he not watch films? Is he not mature? What is he feeling like? What's this man? This man is so... This man is so odd. This man does not understand what is invoked. He's not civilized. He doesn't... This man, what's, where is he from? Where was he? Was he in prison? Why is it not? This should allow people to express their love. So what the devil does is that the devil makes abnormal things so popular. That is to say, it makes madness so popular until somebody who was not mad removed his clothes and joined mad people. And joined mad people. That's what the devil does. The devil makes being half naked to be so popular until you that is the right person with your senses, you that is the only mature person who is not mad, remove your clothes and wear like the mad people just to feel accepted because it throws on you inferiority complex and make you feel so inferior until you do what the stupid people are doing. So what the devil does is that it makes people think less of you for being a believer. As in, I had friends who we were together in school and uh, on our table, when we go out, they will all drink a uh, star. Um, whatever, whatever. They are drinking alcohol. And they will tell the waiter, waiter, bring us star beer, bring us, uh, do you have anything? Give us anything and all of that. And uh, bring this pastor, women drink, women drink. That's malt. They're giving sugar to drink. They will continually mock at you so that you leave being normal and join abnormality. So that you leave being a normal human being and join mad people. 
It is only a mad person that will drink something that will make him not to recognize his house. Do you understand? It's a mad person that will drink something that will make him mad for some time and come back to his senses. Now, drinking of alcohol is making you test madness, what madness looks like, and come back. If you drink alcohol, then you have the ability to be testing madness and come back to life. You test madness. You can choose the days you'll be mad. The days you choose to drink are the days you have chosen to be mad. One brother told me that, he said, Pastor, I stopped drinking alcohol. I said, why? He said, it was not anybody that preached to me. I drank alcohol and I saw myself in the gutter with water in the morning. By nine o'clock. In the morning, he saw himself inside gutter. Water is passing. And it's in gutter in the morning. And he told himself, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord from today. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Imagine if, if he had fallen down. Do you know a mad person is better than a drunkard? Yeah. Are you aware that a mad person is better than a drunkard? Yeah. The analogy is that if there is fire in this house, a drunkard will not be able to run out of this door. A mad person will be able to. Yeah. How will a drunkard run out of that door when there are about 40 doors? It's 40 doors already. And his legs, his legs are 10 legs. He doesn't know which, which of the 10 legs to carry first. So what the devil does is that he plays a game on you and make you feel like you're a small boy if you don't smoke. 90% of the people smoking today smoke to prove a point. They didn't smoke because smoking is sweet. They smoke to prove a point. Just to make people know that I am not a small boy. So it's a trick. Don't let anybody think less of you because you are, yeah, because you're a child of God. They make it look like if you don't smoke, you are a small boy. There are schools that gang up and laugh at children that are virgins. I mean, girls that are virgins in girls hostel are mocked. They mock at you until the girl is not the one who is going to somebody says, please, I have virginity for sale. I have, have, have virginity, do you? I'm telling you. Because they mock, they consistently mock at you until you now feel that foolishness is the option. You see being holy as being stupid and see being sinful as the right thing. That's the same thing cultism does. People that are in court, they make it look like you are, they call you Jew men. Jew, Jew, you are a Jew man. You guys, Jew man, you are a Jew man. You are a Jew man. No, you are not. You don't belong. You are not carried. You are a flat man. You are a flat man. Please give me words. Give me words. You are not 45. You are. So they make it look like that. And you announce, Lord, I want to belong. Let me tell you something. When Satan and this is a son, came in. They now make it look like if you drop out of school, you're a big boy. If you stay in school, you are... I mean, the devil is mad, and he wants everybody who work with him to be mad. As in, they now make it look like, instead of you to be happy that you are in school, and you are graduating, you are now regretting that you graduated from school. And you started wishing you would have dropped out. That it is dropping out that makes you a big boy. One day, some students got their demon at their final year. And they say, for us to be big boys, we have to do something that nobody has ever done. In their final paper, they say, what we are going to do is that as we are taking the exams, we will just stand up, all of us, about seven of us, stand up and tear our paper and throw it up and pass and down, pass. See, have you, have you seen how devil is? So the devil now makes you look something. <laughs> so you that is a grown-up person 
who should have had brain. It now makes you start thinking of madness as an option. And until you are mad, you don't feel that you are, you belong. Do you understand what I'm saying? When we were growing up in the secondary school, people who the devil wanted to use, the bad people, make it look like if you join the group of the bad guys, they tell you, they make it look like if you are in classroom, you are in class learning, then you are, you are a small boy. But if you are in the bush, am I talking to somebody? Do you have a personal experience on what I'm saying to you? If you have a personal experience on all the things I'm saying, if you understand it, let me see your hand lifted up. As in, if you are in the bush, you are a big boy. If you are in the classroom, you are a small boy. As in, did you travel all the way from Lagos to come and be in the bush? Didn't you pass bushes before coming? That's what the devil does. It works on your brain until you start thinking that madness is a very good option. Being normal is madness. It's the tricks of the devil. It affects people that have inferiority complex because they start thinking that I'm not very much accepted. This life, this one that I'm even living, nobody's accepting me. I, I, was this, I was preaching this thing somewhere and a girl told me how she is in a hostel, in a girl's hostel, and there are about 11 girls in that room. And the 11 girls were sitting down discussing on how they would love to be a single mother. As in they were delivering on how nice it is to be a single mother. And they were wishing to be a single mother. I mean, the devil can make you start thinking of something very, very bad as a way of being mature. That if you know this is what happens, that what is, do you know what is trending now? Divorce. People are divorced. When they are divorced, they are untrained. That is, am I talking to anybody? Until you are divorced. If you are now divorced, you are now a big boy. Somebody can even tell you that you are, not, you are nobody. If you don't enter prison and come out, you are nobody. You cannot talk when people are talking. It is us that have entered prison and come out. You, you now start to be looking for crime to commit, to go into prison and come out to be able to talk when men are talking. Am I talking to somebody? Is it, I, I want to really die. I want to talk when men are talking. Because of that, you'll be now looking for somebody's plantain to steal something. Something to just make you because it, as if your age, the count age like 15, 16, 17, prison, 19, 17, 18, uh, smoking, 18, 19, 20, equal, hook up, 21, 22. As if there are places you have to enter, it's, it's like a skill. That you have to learn as you are. If you don't enter Igbo, you can't reach 20 years. If you don't enter Igbo, do you people understand this preaching? If you don't enter Igbo, you can be 19 years for five years until you smoke Igbo. You now enter because God, they say you are not, you are not mature. They look at you. One small boy was telling me that their own in their school is that they feel that if they have not punished you in school because of a woman, you are not a big boy yet. So when you are talking, they say, have they punished you in school because of a woman before? He said, no. He said, you're a small boy. You, are small. you don't know anything. Don't join us until they have disgraced you. This punishment is that they find you with a woman, maybe something, and they are holding you like this in front of all the school. And they flock you 12. And they drop you on the ground. That that's when you now become a human being. All along, you were not a human being. The devil can connect some guys to you, and they feel that until... You join Yahoo. You are not a boy. You are not a boy yet. All along, I don't know whether you were a girl or something. 
you are not a mature until you join Yahoo and do Yahoo Yahoo until you do that. Are you a G boy? He said, not. Oh, God. I don't look for mature person to relate with. I don't look for mature guys to relate with. I know if you relate, we know they're the same level. When somebody is telling you that you are not in their same level, it means you are not saving the same demon with the person. So agree. Say, so we are not in the same level. Say, the person, yes, because I'm not, I don't worship your demon. I don't worship your devil. So it's very, very important. I want you to understand this trick of the enemy. Sometimes people go out. When they go out, they sleep with men and all of that, come back, and they see you that is neat, decent, holy, as somebody who is a baby. Ah, this one, you don't know anything. This one, what do you know? You're a small girl. You're a small girl. They say, ah, especially in school. Friends can do you something until you now carry your leg and go and join court. As if nobody's telling you to join court, you now use your leg and now say, I want to belong. They say, why? They say, they have done me something. They mock at you. I don't know if you have moved among your friends and they say, everybody, keep quiet. Small boy, don't come. Keep quiet, everybody. That small boy has come. Everybody, keep quiet. Everybody, shut up. Shut up. Shut up, everybody. The small boy has come. So you now come. They don't talk again. And you now leave. And they now talk and laugh and mock at you. You that was a pastor. You that was called by God. The hand of God was upon you. You start choosing and wishing to drop the calling of God. So that the devil will be happy. And God will be sad. Am I talking to somebody? Do you have a feeling of what I'm talking about? I remember when I was in the hostel. There was a time... Very many bad, bad habits were done in my hostel. Like one guy was saying to be a big boy. For you to be a big boy, what you have to do is that you have to go and buy rice. And when you buy rice in nylon bag, you put a pen and open the bag. And you move from the shop to the hostel. And the thing is leaking. It's just it's leaking. And you are moving like a big boy. You don't care. You don't care about it. Just, just go. <laughs> you just, you just, you just walk like this, and it is pouring. People will be asking you, your rice is pouring. You say, no, no, worry, don't worry. You know, they said, ah, that guy, a big boy. The guy, the guy, a big boy. If we count two big boy in this school, we can. You can't count two big boy and not mention him. He's a big. He's one of the biggest boy in the school. One of the. Child <laughs> ah, devil. Sometimes you see what the devil uses to make you look like a big boy is that two girls fight on your behalf. Two girls, they say, that, that guy, that, that guy where everybody, that, those guy, that guy where two people fight on his behalf. And when you hear your, your shoulder will be lifted up. Those are the tricks of the devil. One of my sons told me that why he joined cults was that he wanted to, when he enters into shop, you see the joy of everybody is that you go to a place and people want to see you. People gather around and want to see you. Imagine if a governor comes and comes down at Akpaden Junction to buy banana. Everybody wants to rally around and see him. That's the normal one. The abnormal is that you appear in a place, everybody run away. <laughs> one guy said he joined cultism because when he stepped in a place, everybody run. He just appeared in a place. As he just entered, they see he has entered, everybody would now run. Somebody was advertising something and was saying that, I don't know whether it was a comedy or something, was talking that people that don't wear brazier, was trying to talk about it that if you don't wear brazier, and was trying to prove a point. And the point he was trying to prove was there was no point to prove. It was something so bad. Now, the truth is that there's reason for brazier. It was designed for something. 
But the devil can start working on your heart until you start thinking that if I wear brazier, I am an old person. I'm not mature. The mature girls don't wear brazier. You don't know that there's a movement like that going on. There's even a no brad day. Big people, you guys have made something. There is a no brad day. We girls don't wear brad that day. They just walk like that. As in, the devil, the few demons make them feel that if you don't join our madness, then you are the one that is mad. A girl would actually enter into a place and find a lot of people not wearing bra. Not, this one no, is not wearing bra. This one is not wearing bra. And she will enter back here, yeah, remove bra, and throw it away. So that she can join the group of the mad people. Paul says, don't let anyone, anyone is anyone, make you feel until you smoke hippo and chayo before you are a man. Don't let anyone do what? Think less of you because you are a youth that is saving God. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. Alright, pass the mic. We have to share until the devil gets mad. <laughs> Who else is sharing? You just share something very powerful. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright, mine was actually secondary school. When we were in JS3, we were actually planning SS1. Like, we planned that we are about to become big boys. So over there, there were some courses that we don't take. Some subjects, we don't do math. Oh. We don't do chemistry. Oh. <laughs> we don't do physics. Okay, so you already asked that when I become a big boy, these are courses I won't do. And the reason is because we hate those teachers. The teachers that teach us math, chemistry, and physics, we hate them from JS2. So JS3, we note them. JS3, we started planning them that they won't see us. <laughs> to be sincere, this is me saying the truth. To be sincere, I can't actually count the number of pages of book I wrote math from SS1 to SS3. I can count they are not up to five. <laughs> it's true. It's so, true. So How I pass the exams is by, I don't know. <laughs> so now when you see people that are taking maths, you guys are seeing them as small, small. They don't know what they are doing. They don't know what they are doing. Secondly, they were talking about people staying in the bush. That was my story. We come to school 8 a.m. And we reach school 10. Like we will arrive school 8. But we will enter the main school 10. From 8 to 10. It's bush. We, are, we are somewhere. If you are not lucky, you are a lady. And you pass by where we are. <laughs> Your destiny is finished. From 8 to 10. You are sub. Anointing is dead. <laughs> Oh man, but it was, it was funny. It was funny too. All through my, from my SS1 to my SS3, it was something rough. Wow. Something rough. Okay. So all the people that are in the class and they enter devotion, they are all stupid. Do you know there are people that are from SS1 to SS3, they have never entered devotion before? Lift up your hand. Let me see your hand. Lift up your hand. They don't enter devotion. God will bless you for being truthful. Who else has a story? Even if it's yours or not yours, we have to disgrace the devil and his trick. These are the tricks of the devil. Making people think less of you. Pray the Lord. Hallelujah. I actually work in Bayelta State, but after one month, I will be coming out to pray God. I have a friend who is not a believer. So we had to visit him. And he now talks stupidly and tell one man that is selling bra and pants. Okay? A practice not a work again nowadays. Carry and go find another business to do. At all these girls, have you seen anyone wearing bra or pants? <laughs> now, I now turn my face and see. And the guy now tell me, say, look at them now. And I, I don't know. And I say, Che, I be this thing not true. 
Have you seen? Because if you look at a street called Abuja, it's after the bus stop, it looks as if you are not doing prostitution in that place. You are not a big girl. Yeah. So I now say, okay, have you seen where this guy is talking about? True. The next day I see this man. This man they sell those things again. Oh. They check God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Powerful. God bless you, sir. Do you know there's how you buy a pants as a lady? And some other girls will be laughing at you. You wear pants. People see they wear pants now. People see they wear pants. And you now look at pants. You wear pants. People see. And why is your pants this big? Even if you want to wear pants, you just wear rope. Just wear the one that is rope. And you just carry your pants that you wore and you carry it and throw it away. Okay, yes, sure, 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 sure. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I grew up admiring musicians like foreign hip-hop singers. So because of that, I love their lifestyle so much. So I started, me and my friends, including Enyekan, we admire them so much. We imitate their ways of life and ways of dressing. Any kind of dressing they do, we do it here. You so wear, You wear raincoat. <laughs> B-squares maybe put a wear raincoat in the hot sun like this. They wear raincoat. So whenever we do it, we see ourselves as big boys. People understand what is happening around. So when I finished secondary school, there was a day that I dressed. I went to church. It was in Catholic church. We like, like, sucking. We can pull our trousers so that you can see the our boxer. The boxer. Our boxer. <laughs> so we must like we must be a good boxer so that you can so see. So the problem our boxer. is not the trousers. The trousers can be dirty, <laughs> but the boxer. So we pull the, our trousers down. down. There was a day that I did it. My friend was like looking at me when I came out. Never. What is wrong with you? They go down. You don't know what is happening. Yeah, you are not. You are not current. <laughs> And making that that like you put something, you use foam, make your yeah, that's hair scatter. Guy. That's your guy. That's your guy. <laughs> <laughs> make your hair scatter. Like if you do it, you wear chain, do all those things, it makes you look current. But when I repented, when I see somebody doing it as a child, <laughs> this is this is foolishness. <laughs> oh God. Let me just give three more and we close. Three more. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I have sometimes heard girls, some girls saying something like, now only Mumu where they get one boyfriend. Mm. That's, I've even heard people said, it's a fool that marries for love. It's a fool that marries for love, that they will marry for money. So who love help? Wow. See, we are delivering a lot of people. Oh. Yes, sure. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. When I came to school, when I started school here, that was my level 100 because I'm studying physics. I know I didn't have a good physics teacher in secondary school. So what I came to ask you to experience compelled me to sit down and study, be more serious than I was before. Now what happened when I, because I developed a strategy and I didn't, even right now, I don't really have the habit to, I can't really spend longer time in the night to read. So now what I do is that once I don't have lecture, once I have free time, I will have to go to the library to study. So when my colleagues see me, if they were discussing, maybe I stepped in, they would now say, first class upper. They were, they were saying things like that. But what really motivated me was my background. And I don't want to return. So that compelled me to study harder. So when they, whenever they see me, they will be saying, first class upper. And they added a title, which is 
professor like that person has just called. <laughs> but I thank God I did not give up. Mm. I'm happy for who I am today. Yeah, yeah. Let's be Powerful. Is that all? Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, in my department, there is a girl. This girl stands for purity to the core. Most times, there's this woman that does this Facebook post about purity, like sexual purity. So when she goes there, she'll mention all of our names, like in the department. She's very, very outspoken, and she promotes purity so much. So in our department, they have created a group for also Zion Sisters. And most times, the children will just come, forget about what they wanted to teach, and talk about Zion Sisters in the class. So that's it. Powerful. Wow. Okay. Telma. There's a lady wearing white glasses. All of you, we are going to post the service today online. So when we post the service online, go online, write your own story. Do you understand? You write your own story because we can't get everybody's own. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I have a story to share. There is this course I took up on criminology and we had a lecturer who normally comes into the class to teach us. But when once this lecturer is coming, because normally me, I don't go to class early because of the man. So when once I get into the class and the man is the one teaching, I feel bad because I know very well when once I am in that class, he will not concentrate again. This is what the man does. He will keep on telling us that he is a pastor. On the other side, that he married five wives. And he is still ready to marry from Aquaibom. That he wants to marry a lady from Aquaibom to make it six. And at the same time, he will tell us that if you come to his house and steal, that you will not go. Rather, you will clean everywhere until he comes back and see you. I was like, ah, ah Mr. Lecturer, what kind of a pastor are you? Ah, ah, he said, don't worry. Do you know the wife that I want to marry? I was like, sir, I don't understand. He said, before I leave here. You will know the wife. I say, okay, no problem, sir. Good luck. So later on, some girls in the class were telling me, ah, ah that man like you. Show you said, why they do like this? I was like, I don't understand. Because I saw the way the man was looking at me at the few. But even then, I was still concentrating. So, <laughs> so <laughs> me now, I was like, okay, for that, I will not attend the man's class again. That I don't want problem. Ah, uh ah. -uh. As I slim like this, see this my body. JJJ, I won't cut and go my upper house. So <laughs> I don't know until the man sent his driver to come and pick me. That I must <laughs> attend the class. So when I when I came to the lecture, the man was there. So later on, after lectures, they now said everybody should tidy up everywhere. So we were trying to like tidy up everywhere. The man came straight to me and was like, Telma, do you know I like you? You are serious. Eh? But why did you leave the front seat? And right from that day I came, you've been sitting at the back. I was like, sir, it's because of you that I left the front seat. How can you be teaching and be staring at me directly until the extent you don't even know what you're teaching again? That I don't get it. He said, okay, other girls were like, see this girl in Abumo, she no one promotion for where she they work. Okay. Eh, the man go promote us. Even at my presence, girls were going to give the man phone number oh. just to sleep with the man, wow. and the man will promote you. Wow. But I was just telling them that I cannot. Wow, powerful. All right. Let's be upstanding, everybody. Let's be upstanding. I had to allow you to express yourself 
so that you understand exactly the tricks of the devil. The devil uses inferiority complex, make you do something that is wrong, and thinking that until you do the wrong, you are not right. I want you to bow your heads, everybody. The prayer we are going to pray is God give us the wisdom to live maturely. I want you to do that prayer for just one minute. God give us the wisdom to live right. Leave us the wisdom to live right. There are people that believe that if you marry one wife, you are a fool. But if you marry very many wives or have very many girlfriends, that is when you are mature. I want you to pray for wisdom to discern what's good and what's bad. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Wisdom to discern good and bad. Wisdom to discern evil. It doesn't matter how many people are doing it, whether they are popular or not. I want you to have wisdom to say, Lord, wisdom to overcome evil. In Jesus' name we pray. Bow your heads, everybody. Everybody close your eyes. I want to pray for you right now. I want to pray for people that want to give their life to Jesus. If you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to lift up your hand above your head as I pray for you. Jesus is called the wisdom of God. It makes you to understand what is wisdom, even though you are the only one that is living that life of wisdom. I want your hand lifted up if you want to give your life to Jesus as I pray with you right now. I want you wherever you are, if your hands are lifted up, to say, Jesus. Everybody, let's say it alongside with them. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Father, forgive me of my past. Forgive me of how I used to live. Wash me and make me clean. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus.